And welcome to Raised on the Diz. This is episode number 24, and we are recording today, Monday, November 29th, 2021. I'm your host, Nick. And this is Olianne. Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about dining, and it's timely for us because we have dining reservations opening first thing tomorrow morning for our January trip to Walt Disney World with our whole family. So we are going with myself. Zolianne, our three kids, Christian, Carter, and Claire. And then we're also taking my sister and her husband and their kids and my mom and dad as well. So we've got a big crew going. Yeah, party of 11 coming up here in just a few months. So we have been in like dining reservation mode to try to figure out, you know, what we want to do and what everyone would like to eat. And yeah, so this has kind of consumed us for the last few days. Yeah, we're trying to figure out, um, you know, what are the logistics around making dining reservations for such a large party? And so it got me scouring the internet for tips about making dining reservations, which is something that is really timely for everybody because there have been some changes. And so I found a lot of tips pre-pandemic, a lot of uh, tips that have been put out there after the changes that Disney has made as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. And so we're going to share seven of them with you here today. Number one, and this is a change, you want to book two months in advance. You know, Zolingan, this used to be six months in advance prior to the pandemic. You could book up to 180 days, but now it's just 60. And that window opens at 6 a.m. the day of your 60-day cutoff. Mm -hmm. So if you want to reserve the most popular restaurants, I got to tell you, you got to be up. You got to get up early to do it. Yeah, I think, you know, the big thing, too, is because that window is so much smaller (laughs) than what it used to be. You know, I think it's a good idea prior to your 60 day start time that you can reserve, you know, to definitely check out to see, you know, what parks have to offer. You know, which parks are you going to? What days are you going what are you interested in eating uh, at these different places? Keep in mind that the resorts also have really great dining options. So even if you're not staying at a particular resort, keep in mind that you can still go there um, to, you know, have breakfast, have, you know, lunch or dinner. And so it's it's a good idea to educate yourself even before, you know, your 6 a.m., deadline begins or your start time begins, definitely know what's out there. And, you know, if you're like me, I'm old fashioned. I like to just write everything down and to have everything organized. But but yeah, educate yourself prior to to reserving because it can be kind of overwhelming, you know, logging on and seeing all these lists and lists of of restaurants. It's a good idea to have some kind of a direction beforehand. Yeah. Some really popular options like be our guest at magic kingdom, Cinderella's Royal table, also at magic kingdom or sci-fi dine in Hollywood studios. Um, thinking of some other really popular ones that, uh, that fill up, um, a lot of the character dining yeah. fills up. And then a lot of the resort-based dining, too, is it can mm-hmm. be hard to get. There's also less character dining right now. There's a couple options, like the, the, the Italian restaurant at Boardwalk used to be a character breakfast, I believe. Mm-hmm. It isn't right now. Um, so there were a lot of options at the resort. So there's more competition now for character mm-hmm. meals. So if you want a character meal... 
um, you're going to have to get up early and get those secured. But definitely, as Olean suggested, make a list. I'm making a list tonight of what we want to target tomorrow morning. So um, this goes into the next tip. Make two to three reservations per day. I have to admit, this isn't one that we have followed in the past. I mean, maybe not on purpose. We probably have ended up with a couple reservations a day just because, you know, you think you might want to go another place. So you book it and then, um, you know, wait, wait to cancel the other one. So the reasoning on this, Solingan, is you make uh, reservations for, you know, three sit downs. When you get closer to the date, then you can make the decision on which one you want to do mm-hmm. and you already have it locked in. So you don't right. have to worry about it filling up. It's a pretty good tip. Yeah. I mean, I think that's good in in theory, you know, to have those backups, but I don't know, like I would rather just, especially now, like I can see that being really helpful if they were still going by that old timeline of like six months, because you don't really know like, okay, six months from now, what am I really going to want to do? Um, you know, and that could change. So, but I feel like with two months, I don't know, like just make a decision and go with it. That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, You know, there's so much really great dining that I I don't know if you need a backup, but maybe, I don't know, maybe some people feel more comfortable doing that. I like this one. I think this is a good idea. I don't know that I'm going to go this direction tomorrow, um, but I can see it. And here's why. Cancellation is really easy. Um, yeah, and I'm going to give I'm going to give the folks a tip that a lot of people I bet don't know mm-hmm. that I actually taught myself over this past summer. Um, you know, when you get to the day of your reservation, you can't cancel it. You have to call to cancel it. But that isn't exactly true. So if you are um, doing a reservation at, uh, you know, a a, 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 re- a restaurant that has medium availability, try moving it to a different day in your trip that maybe is three or four or five days in the future. And then you can just cancel it. You can just move it to, if you're to Monday, move it to a Thursday, cancel your Thursday reservation. So that is a way around that, that short time period on having to call or maybe even not being able to cancel your reservation. Yeah. And, but you know, the big thing is don't forget to cancel, move or cancel or cancel Do it immediately. Yeah. Because, you know, don't think, and, and that's kind of where I would get nervous about forgetting because, you know, you think of this stuff like, Oh, I need to cancel that. And then, you know, you're at the parks and you're doing other things because keep in mind guys that a missed reservation, you do get charged for that. And it varies based on restaurant, but usually it's about 10 to $15 a person. So if right. you're, you have a party of five, you know, $60. And that's what it can be up to. But uh, we've, we've had situations in the past where we've had reservations and I've been stuck on rides. Yeah. You uh, had the difficult job on that one. Yeah. So, the, you know, and this is all a learning experience. So this was actually the first time that we had went down this, the five of us stayed on property and this was really the first time that we had experienced reservations and all that kind of stuff. And so we show up to, it was 50 prime primetime cafe and at Hollywood studios and Nick and Christian, they were uh, in line waiting to ride rock and roller coaster. And you guys have gotten so far as to even get like in the building. Is that correct? You were in the building. It was a really long wait. We had right. been waiting a long time. We finally got in the building um, it was one of those days that it, line was running pretty slow. So we mm-hmm. were in the building and waiting for a while. And, you know, that's a really bad feeling when you have a dining reservation and you know, you're probably not going to make it. And you're just looking at your watch and thinking, okay, if I get on the ride at this time, I can be over to the restaurant in five minutes. Um, it just didn't work out. It didn't. And I, I thought that they had actually stopped the ride. I thought you guys got stuck and because they stopped the ride, but 
Yeah, we weren't moving. Right. Yeah. So there. So here's, you know, half of my party, <laughs> Nick and Christian, they are stuck on a ride. Um, Claire and Carter and I went to the restaurant for our reservation and you have your entire party has to be there um, in order to be seated. They were not. And there was, you know, it was our, our time to eat. They weren't there. And so I had to cancel and we, we were charged for that. So again, learning experience, <laughs> make sure that, you know, if you have a dining reservation coming up, make sure that you're not trying to cram on some ride that may have a little bit of a longer line, because if somebody's stuck in there, they're not going to seat you unless everybody in your party is there and ready to go. Well, I'm going to add to that story with a little bit of a surprise to you. Uh I never saw that charge. So I think they had pity on us and they didn't charge us. So, um, yeah, I was tracking that and I, I didn't see a charge come through. So they gave us a little bit of grace. Well, they felt really bad and they were busy and I was there with like an 11 month old and a, a a five year old and it was, or a six year old, however old she was at the time. And yeah, it was, it was kind of a hectic time, but yeah, so then maybe they did take pity on us, but that might not always happen. So just kind of err on the side of caution and be prepared that, Hey, if you have a reservation at a certain time, make sure that your entire party is there for it. Yeah. Make sure you get those reservations canceled. If you're making multiple a day, or if you're using our tip to move them in order right. to cancel them, just cancel them immediately. There's, there's no grace period or waiting period for you to do that. This tip number three, um, you know, one of these tips I found on the internet was written pre pandemic. It said, make the reservations at different parks mm-hmm. a little bit tougher now. Um, so I would change this tip to, you need to make sure you have a park pass, a park reservation at the park where you're making your dinner reservations with right. this little bit of a caveat that if you have a park hopper, you can make reservations at a different park after 2 p.m., but just make sure they're after 2 p.m. because right now you can't hop until 2 p.m. Right. Yeah. So I, I know, for example, Epcot has a lot of great options and, and it's one of the parks that's open later. Um, and so a lot of people may want to head to Epcot if they have a hopper for like dinner or something. But if you're not starting your day there, don't plan breakfast. <laughs> don't plan. Don't plan lunch um, unless it's a late lunch because you can't. Yeah, you can't head over there until two. And I think that's a pretty quick one. Just make sure that the park where you're making your reservations, you have a park pass. Mm-hmm. Um and you, you'll be good to go. But until this system clears on out, that's what we have to think about with uh, Walt Disney World Vacations. That park pass is essential. Moving on to this next tip. Um, this applies to us for mm-hmm. our reservations tomorrow. Make your reservation for the largest possible party. So we're going to be trying to get a reservation for 10 people. We have 11 people going, but Graham, our nephew, is only two years old. Mm-hmm. So we don't need a reservation for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 10 people, it's a big party. So you want to even book more than what you think mm-hmm. is the tip here. And because Disney's not going to charge you or penalize you if less guests show up on a reservation than originally booked. But if you bring more guests than you originally booked, they may turn your guests away. Oh, okay. So that is just a tip and, you know, don't need to go into any more detail than that. Although we're going to take it in a little bit different direction. One thing we're going to try tomorrow uh, is that I'm going to try tomorrow with making dinner reservations at my 6 p.m. or 6 a.m. time is, you know, if I can't get a reservation for 11 people, which, you know, that's. 10 people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's to be expected. That's a really big party. I am going to try to do five and five. 
Right. And then what we're going to try, folks, is we're going to head to our dining reservations and hope that they can put some tables together. So that's going to be some trial and error for us. Right. But, uh, you know, something that I think is going to work and, you know, it's going to take a little bit of a bit of time to report back on that. But I will definitely report back on how that that works for the group. Yeah. And Disney, I mean, you know, all the experiences that we have had, they've been pretty accommodating with, um, you know, with the seating and all that kind of stuff. I know typically when we go in there, you know, if there's a booth, for example, versus a table, they're always really good at trying to seat us wherever we want to be. Um, so I would imagine that that would be something that they could, they could certainly do. Hopefully we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll give that a shot. And, uh, you know, we're not going to panic if we can't get into no, our first choices. No That's my next tip. If you can't get into your first choice, there's so many good restaurants really at are. Disney. And here's the other thing. So book restaurants that you want to eat at. Maybe they're not your first choices, but Keep checking throughout right. the 60 days. And here's the other thing. Don't stop. Don't stop when you get to the to the resort. Don't stop when you're in the park. People cancel dining reservations all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's a very good opportunity that if you don't get your preferred dining reservation on the day that they open up, you're going to get it eventually. There's mm-hmm. there's cancellations all the time, especially 24 hours before. And that is a really good time to check. Let's say you have a 6 p.m. dinner reservation at Magic Kingdom. Check at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. because people are canceling their reservations right before that 24-hour deadline. Mm-hmm. And again, that 24-hour deadline doesn't matter because you cancel that that reservation later, move it to later in your trip using that tip we talked about before. You're good to go. So check it at 6 p.m. the day before. Check it at 6 p.m. the day before, um, and you might be lucky. Um, We found a Be Our Guest reservation while we were in the parks a few years ago, um, the day before, Mm -hmm. and that is a really hot one. I've seen Le Cellier, another hot restaurant at Epcot. Mm -hmm. I've seen dining reservations for that restaurant uh, the day before or even the day of. So they open up all the time. And then, you know, what I would say here with talking about don't panic if your first choice isn't available, don't neglect the the dinner options and the dining options at your resort, too. Um, We're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. A lot of people talk about that hotel having the best dining options in all of Disney World. You have Boma, which is an excellent buffet, two pretty upscale uh, dining locations with Jico and Sanaa that are pretty close to signature. Actually, Jico is a signature dining experience. And then an excellent quick service with Mara that is great for everyone, regardless of their budget. So um, the resorts really have a lot of great dining options. We at Riviera, our last trip, we had dinner at the pool bar. Mm-hmm. And just had wings, and it was so good. Yeah, it was awesome. And then a, a separate time on the trip, we uh, splurged a little bit and ate at Topolino's, mm-hmm. which we really liked. Right. So there's great dining at these resorts. Even someplace like Caribbean Beach, a moderate resort, they have Sebastian's Bistro. Mm-hmm. Really highly regarded, a lot of great food there. And don't forget Disney Springs even. You know, they have a lot of good dining options as well. And so, I, you know, I agree with this tip. Don't don't panic because if you don't get what you want, you're going to be able to find something that you like maybe just as well or even better. The only caveat to that is keep in mind that character dining. So if you don't go very often and, you know, this is the first time you're going with young kids and you don't anticipate being back to Disney for a while and this is going to, you know, the character dining experience is going to be something that, is really going to make this trip for them. That's where I would panic a little bit if, if I wasn't seeing like what I wanted. So that even, you know, for just to kind of stress, make sure that you are at that 60 day mark, you know, getting on and trying to get that, 
that reservation. Look, do your best. You know, right. we always stress here, low expectations, you know, no, no guilt. Um, if you can't get it, you can't get it. There's no shame in it. There's a lot of experiences that aren't available right now, or if right. they are available, there's distancing in place. So it's tough right now. Just uh, get what you can get. If dining reservations are important to you, there are so many good options at Disney World. Um, we're taking some folks, my dad especially, in <laughs> January. We we talked to him last night about what he would eat, and we didn't get very many thumbs up. So we've got a challenge on our plate. Um, you know, <laughs> our second choice might not be something that's palatable to him. So we'll we'll see how that goes. This next tip, though, um, try calling Disney Dining. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's a number here, 407-939-3463 for Disney dining. If a reservation isn't showing up on my Disney experience, you may have better luck calling them, mm-hmm. um, with the, you know, a bit of a, a wiggle room there on the wait times for calling Disney have been really bad lately. Um, so you may not want to do that if you're going to be on hold for 45 minutes or longer, but, um, you know, you definitely, sometimes you can have better luck picking up the phone and dialing Disney. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's worth a try. Right. And again, kind of keeping with that theme of like, get what you can, you know, keep in mind worst case scenario. And I say this, not that, you know, any of uh, these quick service, places are bad because they certainly are not. But worst case scenario, if if a sit down restaurant isn't available, if none of the others that you're seeing is, you know, enticing to you, there are really great quick service places at each of these these parks. So don't, you know, don't forget about that. I know our kids love Sunny Eclipse, for example. <laughs> one of the things that I had never tried before, and this is our final tip, but a really good one. I'd never even thought about walking up just because I thought it would be a complete hassle. And then once you check in, you know, where do you go? Um, We did some walk-ups over the summer. Crown, uh, Rose and Crown, the Mm -hmm. pub in United Kingdom Pavilion at Epcot, we did a walk-up there, and it was five minutes. Mm -hmm. I've seen walk-up times for most of the restaurants in uh, Disney World. So basically what you do is you go directly to the restaurant and ask the person in front, the host or the hostess, if they've had any last-minute cancellations. And um, this is actually something that you can do through the app now Mm -hmm. as well. And you just you join the waiting list online or you do it the in-person way, like I just described. Yeah, we just like on a whim decided that we were going to try Rose and Crown right at that time. Right. Yeah. And it was very easy. So, you know, I don't want to give too much of a rosy assessment of it because it can be anywhere from five minutes to 50 minutes. And I can't speak from personal experience how it's handled whenever it's 50 minutes because you do have to go to the location. Um, But definitely something to try. Sorry, I can't walk people through it from A to Z if it is a longer wait. But it's simple enough through the My Disney Experience app. Just take a look and see if there are restaurants with walk-up capability. And we'll see how that works with the Disney Genie, too. Mm -hmm. That's something that's coming up in January. First time trying the Disney Genie. I know it's been really busy in Disney World in the Thanksgiving season. They actually closed some dates for availability in the Christmas holiday season. Right. uh, Preemptively. Um, Everybody has seen those pictures of Disney World in the pre-pandemic times of it just the, the cars, the cars into <laughs> Osceola County um, lined up waiting to get into the park and wall to wall people. Yeah. So, you know, Disney's trying to avoid that. And I think at the end of the day, that's a good thing. Right. Because, you know, the, the country's still recovering. There's still re- regulations in place all over the country. 
it, it's a shame for people that wanted to travel during that time and now can't go, but uh, to be expected in these times. But we got our park tickets. Um, we're annual pass holders, but my mom and dad and my sister and brother-in-law and their kids, they all got their tickets and we right. made our park reservations, yep. put everybody together in one planning party. Disney gave me that tip. They said that was excellent for doing um, Disney Genie Plus and dining reservations. So they made that recommendation. So now I can see all of our plans in one place, which is right. really cool. Right. Yeah. And, you know, to, to take a vacation like this, you know, it does. And I think we you know we talked about this in the last podcast, but it does require an element of planning, you know, so certainly you can start, you know, there are days that you can just kind of be spontaneous, but you know, you do have to plan where you're going for the parks. And then certainly if the dining is important to you, that's something also that you have to plan. But like we said, with the dining, just, you know, do your best and it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Low expectations, folks. That's the key to the game. Um, And you got to keep your expectations even lower now when there's more hoops you got to jump through. But, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe in a few months or so or in, you know, a year, who knows, we'll be sitting here talking about all of these things being a thing of the past. And, you know, I don't know whether there's any um, real tangible benefit to being able to reserve your dining so far in advance, 180 days. I think it's just basically a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that'll come back as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That just seems very excessive to me. I didn't realize it was that far in advance prior to COVID. Like, I, I don't know. I just it's six months. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I don't know. But you were always the person making the reservations, but that seems yeah, I don't excessive know. to I, me. But, you know, that does seem like a long time. I don't know right. if I was ever on there at six months. And maybe that's why we always had trouble getting great dining reservations. <laughs> maybe, Who knows? Maybe. But tomorrow morning, we're on it. You're going to be on it. I'm so. going to be up bright and early, <laughs> 6 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, I'll re- we'll report back here how it goes, yep. see what we're able to get. Hopefully it's something that's palatable to everybody. But which if is, not, you know, regardless, we're still at Disney. So it's still going to be a and good here's day. here's the thing. If you have somebody <laughs> in your party that's picky, you can make special requests. You can specify can. allergies. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney will alter anything on the menu for you. So if there's something that you don't like that's part of the basic mix of your menu item, they'll go ahead and, and switch it up for you within right. reason. Right. And so the my, what's really nice about the My Disney Experience app, too, and I think we've mentioned this this before, but you can indicate on the app um, if there is an allergy in your party. Because I know when we have gone to, to restaurants, you know, the, the waiter or the waitress actually says, okay, someone here has an allergy. What is it? Um, and they bring, you know, they make sure that everything you order is, is free of that particular, um, whatever it is you're allergic to. And one thing I want to say before we sign off is mm-hmm. a quick shout out to magic lamp vacations. I found really great tips on, uh, making reservations on their website and mm-hmm. kind of took them and altered them for the pandemic. So I want to give them credit and a shout out, Mm -hmm. but uh, that's going to do it for this week. We'll be back here next Monday. Yep. Sounds good. All right. Have a magical day. Have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow.